0: Hello, and welcome to the Lisa Congdon Sessions, a podcast for creative folks about living and working with more intention, curiosity, and joy. I'm your host, Lisa Congdon. Before I get started today, I wanted to thank Wireframe, the sponsor of this episode, Wireframe is a podcast about creativity and design for creative professionals produced by industry leader Adobe. It's for UX designers, illustrators, graphic designers, typographers, artists, and activists, or really anyone interested in design and how creativity impacts the world around us. Thank you, Wireframe, for being my sponsor. everyone. Welcome to episode seven. In this episode, I'm going to talk about keeping your eyes focused squarely on your own path and dealing with those bits of jealousy and envy that come up when you're on social media because it happens to all of us. Maybe you're a person who is very sensitive to the accomplishments or progress of other folks who are on a similar path. Or maybe you are someone who routinely compares yourself to others. This episode is for you. I'm going to talk about the emotional danger, really, or damage we can do when we put ourselves in a situation where we're hyper-focused on others and the paths of other people. And I think especially as creatives, this can be a particular issue. I'm also going to talk about the benefits of keeping focused on your own journey and strategies for doing just that. The tips I'm going to share all come from my own experience or my own practice. I began using them in the last five or six years. Every time I felt myself feeling jealous or envious or like I wasn't ever going to get where I wanted to be and I found myself comparing myself to other people. And the things I'm going to talk about today have really helped me to have a much more detached relationship to the experience of others. So we live in a world now where we have access to more information about the lives, accomplishments, work, and even the failures and disappointments of others than we have ever had before. Even though none of what we see makes up the entire experience of that person or those people, it is what we see. And it can be very triggering for some people because we're wired to compare ourselves to others. There are some really evolved people out there who don't compare themselves to others or don't necessarily experience self-doubt when they see other people's accomplishments. But those people are actually, you know, normally probably much older and having gone through lots of life experience, learned to have a detached sense of self. And I don't mean that in a negative way, like a sense of who they are that is rooted very much in their own experience and in an honoring of their own experience. And we all want to get to that place where we can honor our own path and our own experience, even if it's different than maybe how we imagined it or how other people's experiences are going, right? But getting to that place is tough. And, you know, social media is a really overwhelming place for many people, especially for artists and designers. We work in visual media and social media is a place specifically to share visual media. Because of social media, we not only have a place to share our work, we also have a place to build our careers. And sharing what we do is so important that the internet is really flooded with images of art and design. It's also where we find artists whose work or whose vibe we love and we want to follow. It's where we find people we admire and maybe who don't trigger us at all. It's where many artists and writers find inspiration and business advice. It's where we make connections and find work and build communities and spark friendships and build an audience for our work. So social media is complicated because it has all of these sort of necessary and positive attributes. But because it is so huge and so saturated, it can also be a place where we fall into the trap of comparing ourselves to other people. If we allow it, social media can become a place that literally makes us want to quit what we're doing and if you've ever experienced that before you are not alone furthermore if we belong say to a professional group or other online forums these can also be places where we shift our focus from ourselves to others because those spaces are also places where people share accomplishments or their latest work the professional realms of the internet whether it's instagram or a professional group can become places where we leave Feeling inadequate or boring, or that we are not where we should be, or that our work is not good enough, or that someone has all the good ideas, or that that person gets more likes and comments than we get, right? Like that's just the tip of the iceberg in terms of what we might experience, especially on social media, Instagram in particular. What we see on social media and in professional groups can make us feel downright horrible about ourselves, or rather, And I want this to be really clear we can make ourselves feel horrible by telling ourselves all of the stories about that person or that person's path that are simply not based in reality. So it's not really social media or that professional group where there is the problem. It's how we respond to other people's success or other people's work that we admire. And that's what I'm going to focus on today. So, I want you to imagine a flowchart that looks something like this. So just imagine it. So the internet is at the top, right? And inside of that top part of the flowchart, that top bubble, is maybe social media or where you consume the most information about other people. Maybe it's Facebook, maybe it's Instagram, maybe it's a combination. It's the place where we observe and even seek out what others on a similar path are creating. Okay, so then there's a sort of a line that drops down from there and those observations often make us experience negative emotions, right? So the thought comes first. What we observe, we make a thought about it, whether that thought is true or not. We make a thought and then we have a negative emotion. So, let me share some examples. Here are three really common ones. So, one thing we might experience is jealousy, right? And the self-talk is something like, I wish that was me, or that should be me, not them, right? Another thing we might experience is feeling unskilled. And what we say to ourselves is, I suck compared to that, or, you know, that person's skill is so much better than mine. I, You know, I just, I don't know how I could ever get there, which leads me to my third example, which is like this feeling of being behind, right? I'll never get there. I'm here. That person's there. Their skill or their following or their ability to write a really good post is so much more advanced than mine, right? And feeling jealous, unskilled, and behind are all unmotivating. They're not helpful feelings because they lead to action or inaction that is typically unproductive, right? We become depressed or anxious or filled with self-doubt which then, if we keep going down the flowchart, leads to procrastination, giving up, and feeling very judgmental of what we do create. So what if there was a way to keep our focus and attention on ourselves instead of on others? And what if that way reminded us that every journey is different and that every journey is valid and worthwhile? What if we could learn to value our own path, our own pace, and our own unique perspective? What if we recognized that comparing ourselves to others is a complete waste of our energy and does literally nothing useful and can actually keep us from personal and professional success? And what if that recognition reminded us to honor our own path, whatever that might be. Thank you to my new sponsor, Wireframe, a podcast that explores how creativity helps make a better world and how. Hosted by Koi Vin, principal designer at Adobe. One of my favorite recent episodes started with the question, should you keep the box your iPhone came in? You would not believe when an interesting conversation about packaging design was generated from this question. One of the things I love most about the podcast is the conversation between Koi and his frequent guests and producers who join him on the show. I hope you'll search for Wireframe in your podcast app like the one you're using now. I'll also include a link in my show notes. Many thanks to Wireframe for their support. So, today I'm going to talk about specific things you can do to work through comparison. These are all mindset shifts, some visualizations, and they're all strategies I continue to use myself whenever I have negative emotions around social media. I really struggled with this for many years. And I can safely say I'm not like that completely Zen detached person I described in the beginning of the episode, but I. I've gotten to a place through practicing these things that I'm gonna talk about today where I have a real sense of detachment and equanimity around the people that I follow, even those people that I've always really admired or maybe even felt in competition with. So my first tip is to sit in a comfortable place and relax and connect to that part of yourself that is calm and believes in your creative potential. It's really important to connect to that before you do this visualization. Then, I highly recommend closing your eyes and imagining yourself in a boat. You're floating through the water, maybe toward a destination, a body of land, perhaps. Then, imagine yourself standing at the front of the boat, looking through binoculars at your destination or what you're able to imagine or get excited about in your future. The reason I love visualizing a boat is that when you're on a boat, you're in your own space, but you're also moving, you're supported. A boat, you know, is a supportive vehicle. And then imagine yourself standing at the front of your boat with your binoculars, looking at your future and focusing your full attention on your own journey to get to whatever place you determine for yourself. Sometimes i even picture blinders on my binoculars sort of like horses sometimes people put blinders on horses so they can't see out of their peripheral vision and that's so you can sort of like really visualize yourself seeing only what's in front of your own path. And that's so that i'm not distracted by other boats that are floating by, right? Because Other people are on their own boats and it actually can be helpful to imagine other artists who are in your circle of influence and also maybe artists that you admire having their own boats and going on their own journeys, right? And realizing that your journey, while in some ways connected to their journey or inspired by their journey, your journey is your journey and their journey is their journey. They're on their boat going their direction. And remember to maybe visualize different weather patterns that hit each of you at different times. Sometimes you get a tailwind, which makes your boat sail faster. And sometimes you encounter a storm, which slows your boat down, might even damage your boat a little bit. The tailwinds and storms are life, really, (laughs) or the analogy for life. And they affect everyone who has a boat, not just you. We cannot always see other people's storms, but everyone experiences their own storms, right? You're not the only person who gets bad weather. You're not the only artist who encounters a storm. Here's tip number two. Remember that your creative practice is not a race in which you are competing with others. In other words, if you are imagining yourself on your boat, imagine yourself not racing. Imagine yourself going at the pace that makes sense for you and is comfortable for you and that the weather, otherwise known as life, allows, right? Sometimes you can't actually go at a pace that's as fast as you want because life doesn't allow it. Things get in the way and that happens to everyone. Furthermore, and this is really important, remember that someone's pace is not better or faster than yours. It's just different. This was such an important thing for me to realize, right? Someone else's pace is not better or faster than yours. It's just different. Everyone goes through speedy periods where things are happening quickly and everyone goes through slow periods. We could not survive if everything was speedy all of the time. Slow periods are really important for growth for mental endurance, for creative flow, and for rest. Some of the most successful, fulfilled artists in history have had slow paths. Trust your own pace. And repeat after me, your creative journey and your creative business is not a race. Your pace or that person's pace is not better or worse. It's just different. That's all. Remove the judgment. Connected to that is tip number three. And this is one of my personal favorites. Recognize that one person's success does not take away from yours or your potential to experience success. You've probably heard it this way. It's not a pie where there are only a certain number of pieces to go around. In fact, in my opinion, there has never been a better time to be an artist because there are so many ways to monetize your work so many platforms to share your work and build your audience and so many new mediums for expressing your creativity. And most importantly, never before in the history of mankind have so many fellow humans been interested in art and design and consuming art and design. There is room for you and for me and for every other creative person out there. We can have success in the very same ways and both thrive at the same time. Okay, related to that tip is tip number four. Not only is there room for everyone, success for one is success for all. Like many people in my industry, I call this community over competition. For example, the creative industries, especially for visual artists, have been traditionally sorely underpaid. The more artists there are making good money for their work and being paid a fair wage, the more we all benefit. The more we normalize and demand paying illustrators and designers well, the more we all benefit. The more we share industry standards around money and talk about money, the more everyone in the creative fields benefits. The next time you see someone who makes you occasionally jealous or with whom you feel a sense of competition, remember, there is room for everyone. Remembering these facts can help take the emotion out of seeing other people's accomplishments. And it can also help us get to tip number five, which is really a mindset shift. And that is to build relationships instead of jealousy. Are you jealous of someone who you also admire? Practice congratulating that person. Be a positive force in your community. Remaining humble in the face of other people's successes has been one of the most gratifying practices for me personally. The more you support other people's wins, the more you open yourself up to growth. Okay, tip number six. If Even after attempting these mindset shifts, you cannot seem to stop having negative reactions. Without hesitation, stop following accounts that trigger you. It is okay to mute or unfollow even perfectly nice people if viewing their feeds makes you feel bad. Also, take time off from social media in general. Remove the app from your phone on the weekends or for a week or two here or there. Your mental health depends on it. Okay, my final tip. Honor your own path. Love your own path. Your path is your path. Your approach is your approach. Your voice is your voice. Your pace is your pace. Be gentle with it just as you would a child. And give it all your attention instead of giving your attention to the paths of others. This is not only great advice and great practice for your creative practice, but also for your love life and your friendships and your athletic endeavors. Honor your own path. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Editing of this podcast by the amazing Gabe Garber. Thanks to Nick Lambert for the original music and to my amazing team at the Co-Loop Podcast Network. Please subscribe to the Lisa Congdon Sessions on Apple Podcasts And if you enjoy what you hear, leave me a review. You can follow me on social media at Lisa Congdon and at the Lisa Congdon Sessions. I hope you'll join me for future episodes. Have a magical day, everyone.